Podcast Network Asia. Jesus was not born by the physical seed of man, physical seed ni um, Joseph and ni Mary. No, that's why it's a new thing. The physical seed of man has sin. Merong kasalanan, but Jesus was born without sin, which means he could be a sacrifice without sin, blameless, and that's the purpose of God. He'll, he'll go out of his way. Not just forgive us, to but to build relationship, to build covenant, to be with us, to, to spend time. And like, <laughs> talaga kami worthy, Lord. Hey, Jesus presented himself as the Passover lamb, and he told his disciples after giving thanks again, doing what was done in the kingdom of David, the toda. Jesus was doing the toda, thanksgiving. Wait, in my head, I was like, did he say toda? Nakalok yung I think seriously, serious question. Ano mas masakit sa mga girls? Yung ex o yung hindi naging ex pero parang gusto mo mag- hindi naging kayo? O doon ka nag-away? Parang doon ka nag-away? Parang gano'n, no? Siguro parang iba. Like, the ex is, yeah, it's sad that it didn't work out but you know how that story went. Yung sad the one that got away is like the whole what if side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ikaw yung stabi kasi yung napakagat-labi ka pa ngayon lang. Eh. <laughs> kasi feeling ko kailangan ko ng tubig na tutuyin <laughs> Inabahan siya sa tanong mo, Jay Paul. Eh, grabe ka. Honestly, hindi ko ba talaga sasabihin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go. I mean, to know. Oh my gosh. I never had one. And BSB? Yes. Pero yung pero na in love ka pero sa someone or nagka feelings ka for someone pwede ka pinormahan. Or hindi pinormahan niya. Yeah. Oh. Okay, but never yeah. never been and in we a relationship knew each other for 11 years. Wow. Wow. Uh-oh. Ilala ba namin to? Ay joke lang. Ano <laughs> akong feelings sa kanya? Oh. Pero iba yung, oh iba yung trip ko, guys. Totoo. Nagsisat ako ng age. Okay, eto. Et, dito ko siya sasagutin. Dito ako mag-aasawa. Yung may ganun. Yung non-negotiables ka. Pero, yun nga. Mm, Siyempre, alam ko naman, ang guy, he can't wait forever. Nainip. Nainip si kuya. Oh. At yun nga, eto na yung... Pwede lahat ganun. Pero bin, pinili kong buhay. Parang iba yung pinag-focusan ko ng attention. <laughs> Naghanap na si Kuya. Are you friends then? Are you in touch? Or parang wala na? He's dead to me. Parang gano'n. Okay. Wala. May serious question ako. Paano mo na accept yung malit go mo yung what if na thoughts? Kasi mahirap yun eh. Kasi nga, hindi nag-come into fruition. Mm. So, there, it may parang lingering. And paano mo na let go yun? Kasi I feel contented. Ah. Ngayon, I'm happy. Ganda. Serving God. And parang feeling ko, ito na yung buhay ko. Mm. I don't know kung may bibigay, why not? Pero for now, ito lang. Wow. 
Amen. Well, I love that I, we're I, we're getting a glimpse into Insta Abby's personal yes. side of life. Yeah, Insta Abby's kalandian. Iba daw yung trip niya. Yun eh. oh, oh. But I pray if if it's God's it. will for you to find your one true love, then I pray for the yeah. happiest kind of we'll marriage for, that. for you. Did you say happiest? What happiest kind of marriage? Oh, did you not? No, I honestly thought you said happiest. Like, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Wow. Okay. 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 Oh, we need to introduce ourselves. We left the group. We need to introduce ourselves. And of course, welcome the Doritos to the um, Narrow Door podcast. Come on in, everybody. My name is Sam O. We have Burns Okaasi, who is creator and host of Unboxing Catholicism. Brother J. Paul Hernandez is lay preacher at the. I was gonna say the feast. I love the feet. <laughs> the the feet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, pick up, pick up, pick up. <laughs> we also have Brother J. Paul Hernandez, who is lay preacher at the feast and instructor Abby Sagid is from New Heaven and New Earth, Shinjindi Church of Jesus. We are doing a series right now called Road to Revelation. But the thing that I also wanted to reveal today was Brother J. Paul's injury. Can we see it again? I noticed how, like, when you would raise your hand, yeah. Okay, so th- it looks small. It looks minor, but we're talking stitches. Yep, a lot of right? stitches around my finger. How many are we talking about? Well, five. Is that a lot? For a very thin layer. Ang lit yeah. no real estate. Dikit talagang nag- oh. Anyway. That looks painful in the, in the picture, diba? It was. Well, like, he sent us a bloody picture, guys. I don't, why do people do this? It's so annoying. But then that's what you do. That's what you like to do. Okay, so yeah. Congratulations on your continued success, brother. Actually, I realized ko nga, parang, but mo sabi ni Viv, sabi ng wife ko, Doritos, why did you send it? Ako nga yung tignan eh. Ah, ganun ba? Parang ako, it's okay to, for me. Ako, it's, it's really not my thing. But yes, he did. He sent us a picture of his injury. So you you sliced yourself with a knife? So, I'll tell you a story. Okay. So my wife was having back pains because of PMS and exercise. So I bought her this. It's like a parang a cell roller? foam roller that you can do to your neck yan. and lower mm. back. So you can. But it was wrapped in like yung severe matigas na plastic. And oh man, I couldn't find the scissors and makapal yung plastic. So I looked for my very sharp kitchen knife and then ginaganong ko siya. And then nung ginagan talaga nang gigil ako. Pak! Tas biglang ah. Tas to aw. Tas natigilan lang siya dahil sa bone ko. And then pag ganun ko uh, it's like That's why I don't like Squid Game. Alam mo yung legit, alam mo yung mga ho- movies na talagang medyo bloody. It was real. The blood was splurting like that. Like You're talagang eh, seryoso like okay. You know, I really thank God there was no dirt, nerve damage, nothing really bad. Because my knives Amen. are sharp, really, really sharp. And I was really like, ah! We get it. We get it, Brother Jay. We, yeah, we got it five minutes ago. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I feel feverish now just hearing this <laughs> But you know what? Everyone said to my wife, I really honor your wife for not fainting. Mm. <laughs> or being nauseous. She drove me to the hospital kasi and stuff like that. Yeah and, yeah, and we were about to eat the chicken that Sam sent, and then like I don't think we can eat Sam's chicken <laughs> for your birthday, yeah. right? Um, yes, it was Brother Jay's birthday not too long ago, by the way. We had a happy birthday, Brother Jay. Yeah, birthday gift. 
<laughs> suffering with Jesus. You know, you know, I've never gotten, yeah, I've never gotten stitches in my life. I've never had any major surgery. Like I've never been cut open or none of that. Have you guys Seriously? had? Yeah, I've never wow. broken yeah. anything. I don't think I've ever sprained anything either. Do you move? Like sports, any sports, no? Wala, wala talaga, like. Uh, am I not? Right kahit nung rated O days, wala talaga, like, hi, ganun, ganun ka lang, ganun. Wala, wala, wala. Oh. Do you guys, what about you guys? Have you had any, you know, major injuries? Nabusan ako na kumukulong tubig. <laughs> like, what? boiling water. Who did yeah, yeah, that I to was... you? Myself. My foolish self. <laughs> How? What? Okay, I was trying to make coffee for my mom and myself, no, when we were still in our old house. And then, medyo malit yung kitchen during that time. So, pagkainit, and then, medyo lang pa yung, yung kamay ko. Pagkakuha ko, kumukulo pa siya, no? Parang nabitawan ko siya. It fell on my, oh, my body. As in, dito. Way. So, third degree, no, second degree burn. And then, I had to put hey, ointments. Kaya burns pa nga lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero, oh, yeah. Wow. Yun lang, yun lang inaalala ko. Gross uh, din. No, yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty that's pretty intense, Burns. It's Tabby. What about you? I got one. Oh. Stitches then. Oh. Um, I was 11 years old at that time. On my right leg. I think three to four stitches. Broken glass. Yung cost niya. Uh-huh. Oh no. So nasa like school you... ako noon, grade 5 student ata ako. <clears throat> At yun, maaga kami pumupunta sa school para mag-help sa mga teachers sa canteen. Mm-hmm. So dala-dala ko yung mga soft drinks, mga bottle. And then nahulog. Uh, oh no. Nabasag sa paamo. Nakabibo ka na nga, nasaktang ka pa. So, three to four stitches siya. Tama talaga sa buhay yung masaktan. Until now, ang an- laki nung peklat niya. Hindi oh. nawala. <laughs> yeah, may mga peklat talaga na hindi na mawawala. Paalala sa mga nangyari nung nakaraan. <laughs> But God's mercies are gonna, new every uh-oh. morning. I knew this was gonna know, lead into some, some love life line. And you guys never disappoint. Great job, guys. Okay. Parang hiya-hiya. Parang dami ko palang injury in life. Um, speaking of injuries, I suppose we can use that to segue to Jesus who had none. Wasn't that like something that was prophesied about him in the Abbey? Na parang that was the reason why they didn't break his leg on the cross because it was prophesied that he wasn't going to be, like none of his bones were going to be broken or something like that, right? Yes, it was prophesied in Exodus. Right. Okay. And Blemish he... Lamb. Uh-huh. He is um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow But yes, we are talking about Jesus today because in the last episode We talked about how God's covenant Was with uh, the promises That were made rather to the Old Testament Prophets about mm-hmm. a Messiah That is Jesus So would you like to start now? Yeah, so when Jesus comes A new era begins So from time ni Moses after the time of first coming 1500 years and if we can count from Isaiah kasi ito yung mga binigay nating uh, prophets uh, from the previous episode from Isaiah to Jesus around 700 years from Jeremiah to Jesus 600 years 
So a new era begins when Jesus came. And we are all aware about the things that Jesus did 2,000 years ago. Healing the sick, uh, performing miracles, preaching the gospel. But anyway, bakit nga ba tinawag na gospel? Good news! It's good news, right? Yes! Good news. At bakit siya good news? Because the Messiah that you guys have been waiting for is finally here. It's here. True. See, the See, one exactly. Because the uh-uh. promise na binigay ng Diyos through the Old Testament prophets ay nagkaroon na ng fulfillment. At tinupad lahat yun ng Panginoong Jesus. So when He came, katulad nung nabanggit before, He was proclaiming about the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, anong sinabi ni Jesus doon? Repent for the kingdom of for heaven. For the kingdom of heaven is near. The, the very first words of Jesus when He began to preach. And when it comes to the kingdom of heaven, we can see in Matthew chapter 13, na alam kong na-discuss na before with Instahari, there are six parables about... Parables. The kingdom of heaven. So in Matthew chapter 13, hinalintulad doon sa kingdom of heaven, yung mustard seed, a man who sowed good seed in his field. Yes, the sower. A yeast that a woman took and mixed into the into three measures of flour until it works all through the dough. The treasure hidden in a field, a merchant looking for fine pearls, and a net that is let down Drug into net, the yeah. sea to catch all kinds of fish. So he was talking about the kingdom of heaven and he was explaining it but how he explained it through parables or figurative languages he didn't do it dahil gusto lang ni Jesus na magsalita siya ng parables or dahil people were listening to him or farmers or fishermen yes there are figure of um speech na ginamit in a moral way para maunawaan ng mga tao but pertaining to the kingdom of heaven at sa mga prophecies in this i, I mean prophecies for the uh, second coming, he spoke in parables. At kung titingnan natin, ano bang ibig sabihin ng parables or figurative language? It is a method of borrowing something similar in order to explain something else. Or in other way, it is figuratively explaining the reality that will appear in the future by borrowing an object that has the same characteristics. Kaya katulad ng prophecy through Prophet Asaph na maaalala natin in Psalms chapter 78 verse 2, sinabi doon that God will speak in parables. And when Jesus came, He spoke in parables. So this is how that prophecy fulfilled at the time of first coming. There are two reasons why Jesus spoke in parables. First, to fulfill the Old Testament prophecy na nakalagay sa Psalms chapter 78. Next is to hide the secrets of the kingdom of heaven from the enemy. In Matthew chapter 13 verses 10 and 11 and Mark chapter 4 verses 11 and 12, sinabi doon, the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you but not to them. Bakit? Hindi lahat na nakikinig sa Panginoong Yesus at that time ay may heart talaga para pakinggan siya at matuto. Because there are people there na pinadala as spies para tingnan kung saan siya magkakamali, ano yung butas na makikita nila sa Panginoong Jesus. Kaya sinabi ni Jesus sa mga uh, disciples niya, the kingdom of heaven, the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you but not to them. And regarding the prophecies, God gave through prophet Jeremiah na aalala pa ba natin yung tatlong mahalagang bagay? First is the new thing. 
In, in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 22, God promised that He will create a new thing. A woman will surround a man. Ano bang ibig sabihin nito? Paano to tinawag na bagong kaayusan or new work? Wala bang nabuhay na babae at lalaki sa nakalipas na panahon? We know na nagsimula ang kasaysayan sa loob ng Biblia kay Adam and Eve. What does Adam mean? Anong ibig sabihin ng Adam? Humanity. Man. Di ba? Man. 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 And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 45 to 47, makikita natin dito na merong first Adam at merong other Adam or last Adam. The new the first, Adam. Yes. The first one was in Genesis. Who is the other mm. Adam? Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Jesus is the last or the other Adam. A man. That's why this becomes the new thing. So when Adam was created, he wasn't created the way, the same way that Jesus was. The way that Jesus was created is a new thing. It's a new work that God created. Kasi, kinunsib siya ni Mary, gamit ang alin? Through Holy the Spirit. Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. a woman will surround a man. Sino woman na tinutukoy? Mary. Si Mary, yes. At isa pang bagay, in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 to 17, here, we can see the physical genealogy from Abraham mm-hmm. to Jesus. And in Luke, chapter and 3, mm-hmm. in Luke chapter 3, we can see also the genealogy all the way from Adam. So again, okay. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 to 17, it's all physical. The bloodline and the lineage of God's chosen people. But beginning from verse 18, it becomes spiritual. Bakit? In verses 18 to 23, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about and its spiritual birth. Jesus was not born by the physical seed of man, physical seed ni um, Joseph and ni Mary, no. That's why it's a new thing. The physical seed of man has sin. Merong kasalanan. But Jesus was born without sin. Which means he could be a sacrifice without sin, blameless. And that's the purpose of God. If we can remember at the time of the Old Testament, every time na sila mag-offer sa Diyos, hindi pwede yung may defect. Even yung magpapas over, you, I mean, dun sa 10 plague, at kinakailangan na magpas over yung angel of death sa kanilang mga tahanan, then yung lamb na dapat nilang kainen o ihawen para kainen at yung blood no na ilalagay sa pintuan nila kinakailangan walang defect blameless so makikita natin yung purpose ng just even back mula dun sa panahon ng lumang tipan so god was working through physical man kung makikita natin sa mga previous covenants the physical seed giving his covenant but it was no it was not working kaya nung ginawa ng just god puts an end to that and creates something new. Gamit sino? Si Jesus. So hindi na sa pamamagitan ng physical bloodline or lineage para matawag na anak ng Diyos. In John chapter 1 verses 11 to 13, sinabi doon, He came to that which was His own. Kanino siya dumating? His own. His chosen people. But His own did not receive Him. Hindi siya tinanggap ng kanyang Bayan. At anong sinabi ng Panginoon? Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God 
children born of nat of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of God. That is the new thing, the new work na sinimula ni Jesus 2,000 years ago. Na ang pagiging chosen people, it's no longer about the 12 tribes na magmumula dapat dun sa 12 sons ni Jacob o yung bloodline. Pero hindi. Kung sino na yung mananampalataya sa Panginoong Yesus, those who will listen, accept, believe, and obey, labo, sila na yung bibigyan ng karapatan na maging anak ng, ng ating Diyos. So that is how the new thing fulfilled. Pangalawa, Jeremiah 31 verse 27, planting two kinds of seed. So through the new work, new thing na sinimula ni Jesus, God's plan is to create, nabanggit to ni Brother Burns last time, to create a new kingdom. But it begins with planting the seed. Sinabi sa Jeremiah 31 verse 27, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the house of Israel and the house of Judah, the offspring, with the offspring or with the seed of men and of animals. It says Judah and Jerusalem, where the seed of men and animals will be planted. So is it physical? Ooh. Definitely no. Because it was a prophecy. So tingnan natin, unawain natin yung kahulugan ng talinhaga na ito. How many kinds of seed in the same place? Na two. There are two. And who comes to fulfill the prophecy? Sinong dumating to fulfill it? Jesus. Jesus. At makikita natin yung fulfillment ng Jeremiah 31 verse 27 in Matthew chapter 13 verses 30 to 24. Sinabi doon, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while everyone is sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. At nagtanong, the owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. So the servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, Because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, First, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles and burned, and to be burned. Then gathered, uh, gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. So this is the kingdom of heaven will be like. If Jesus is telling us this is how God is going to create heaven on earth, then we need to understand. Two kinds of seed will be planted on the same field. At ito ay inexplain in verses 37 to 39 further. Sinabi niya, the one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. So sino yung nagtanim ng binhi ng good seed? Son Jesus. of man. At sino yung son Jesus. of man? Jesus. And the field is the world. Ano yung world na tinutukoy doon? Sa buong mundo kaya yun? Isipin natin, nagtanim si Jesus ng kanyang binhi. At ano yung binhi? Luke the word. 8, verse 7, the seed is the word of God. <laughs> so ibig sabihin, yung tinaniman, yung pinagbigyan ng salita ng Panginoon. At sino yun? Yeah. Sino yun? Ang mga mananampalataya. Can we say the churches? Can we say? Yeah. Yes, true. 
yun po yung mga simbahan. At sinabi dito, And the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom or the sons of the king- kingdom. But the weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them, who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are the angels. So isipin natin, unawain natin, yes, it's, it's judgment, judgment kasi may yeah. separation in the end. The weed right. and weeds. Pero kailan natin malalaman yun? Until the harvest time. So the man who sowed the seed is Jesus and the seed is the word of God. Pero ano bang kaibahan dun sa sa salita na tinetestify ni Jesus at his time, dun sa mga ibang nagtuturo. What is the difference? Kasi lahat naman sila gumagamit ng scriptures, katulad ng nabanggit natin before, hindi naman sa walang alam si Jesus at yung mga disciples. Of course, alam nila yung pangako yeah. ng Diyos, prophets yung mga eh, diba? uh, sinabi ng mga prophets na darating in the future, alam hmm. nila yung pinag-aaralan nila. Mm-mm. So, marami rin nagpapanggap na misaya noong time niya. At marami din. True. Pero ano yung kaibahan ni Jesus dun sa salita na tinatestify niya? For 1,500 years, ibinigay yung pangako through Moses and the prophets at yun yung nagpasalin-salin from generation to generation. Yun yung pangako ng Diyos. At alam yun ng mga Israelita. Yun ang tinuturo sa kanila. Even every Sabbath, naririnig nila yung scriptures. Pero ano yung kakaiba sa tinuturo ni Jesus, ang tinuturo niya ay fulfillment. Others, nakastick pa rin sila sa promise kasi hindi nila alam at nare-recognize na nangyayari na sa harapan nila. Pero si Jesus, He was testifying about the fulfillment of the promise. Kaya masasabi natin na nasa Kanya lang yung katotohanan. Sabi ni Jesus, John 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the, the life. Truth and the life. So what kind of no seed yung comes... meron si Jesus? Truth. truth. Pero the enemy, si Satan, using a flesh to plant his seed at tinawag itong weeds. Ano yung weeds? Kung sa Panginoong Yesus ay truth, yun yung seed lies. niya. Yeah, the Heresy. weeds are the lies. At sino yung ginagamit that time? Yes, the Pharisees, Sadducees, teachers of the law, ang mga nagtuturo nung panahon na yon. So, balikan natin. Seed of man and seed of animal according to the promise. According to the prophecy. So, bakit tinawag na seed of animal? Because in Psalms chapter 49, verse 20, people who lack understanding are like the animals or beasts that perish. Yun yung sinabi. So, without understanding the word of God, ano yung tinatanim nila? Lies. At saan natanim? Again, field ni Jesus. Bukirin ni Jesus. At ano yung world na yon Yung bukid ni Jesus? Believers. His people. Churches. But we need to understand that when God is doing His work, who, el- who else is doing His work? The enemy. The yes, devil. Satan. Doing His work as well. So where is Satan works the most? In the this world. Will, yes, this will prove also that the field where Jesus planted the good seed and also where the enemy planted the weeds is referring to the church. Then we can, we can see in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we can check it, chapter 2 verse 4 that Satan works inside God's temple. Kasi kung saan nagtanim si Jesus ng seed, doon din siya 
mag-deceive. And sinabi din sa 2 Corinthians na Satan is masquerading as angel of light. Of light, yes. So ganun magtrabaho si Satan. Satan works always within God's kingdom. If we remember, time ni Adam sa Eden, nandun din si Satan. Noah's family through harm, nakapasok yung sin. Sa Israelites, ang dami nilang mga sins na ginawa and kept on, they kept on betraying God, um, doing idolatry and all, worshiping uh, pagan gods and all. So nasa loob mismo ng bayan ng Diyos. First coming, nasaan? Siya nag-work through Pharisees and Sadducees who are supposed to lead the people na kilalanin ang Panginoong Yesus. So how many kinds of people are in the churches? There are two kinds because there are two kinds of seed na natanim in the same field. At sinabi, there are two kinds wow. of children in the end. Sons of God and sons of the evil yeah. one. But we cannot tell who they are until when? Sinabi, until harvest. Nagtanong yung servant, do you want us to go and pull them up? Sinabi ng Panginoon, no. So there's a reason why it has to grow because it's God's plan to spread throughout the world. At yun yung tinestify ng mga disciples ng early Christianity. At ngayon sa buong mundo, meron kayang hindi nakakakilala sa Panginoong Yesus? Bihira. Meron oh. pa rin. Pwede, pero majority, narinig na nila patungkol sa Panginoong Yesus o hindi? Narinig na. Yeah, majority could have heard already. Majority have heard already. Totoo. I'm not sure actually kung majority. We don't have the facility to count now. <laughs> We're just Uh-oh. assuming. But even other religions, even outside Christianity, for sure, alam nila kung sino si Jesus para sa atin. So they, they heard it already. So tingnan natin, may prophecy na iniwan ang Panginoong Jesus. Then when the truth comes, the truth has to be so different from the lies. It's like heaven and earth. Kaya yung with and weeds makikita in the end. But again, they both grow together until the harvest. So harvest has to come. At sino yung nagtuturo dito in Matthew chapter 13 at nag explain Walang iba kundi ang Panginoong Jesus. So again, the prophecy that God made through Prophet Jeremiah in chapter 31 verse 27, natupad yon in Matthew chapter 13. Two, pla- two kinds of seed were planted. Pero si Jesus ang nagtanim ng good seed and the enemy nagtanim ng weeds. At panghuli sa so Jeremiah 31, the new covenant. Jeremiah 31 verse 31, sinabi ng, pang, ng, ng ating Diyos, I will Kasi make a new covenant. Eh. First question, why there's a need for a new covenant? Bakit kailangan? Because they broke the, other, the, the old one. Andali ng, ng tanong po, no? yes. Because they broke the first one. Sinabi ito in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7. For if there had been nothing wrong with that first covenant, no place would have been sought for another. Dapat hindi nagagawa kung nasunod nila yung tipan. Ano yung tipan na tinutukoy? The Old Testament. Pero nakita when Jesus came, hindi nila tinanggap. So Jesus made another covenant. Ito yung New Testament. So in God's book, the Bible, there are those who kept the covenant and those who did not keep it. 
mostly based from our uh, previous episodes, makikita natin na people failed to keep the covenant. Ang Diyos, siya yung tapat. Sino, siya yung talagang kinikip niya yung pangako niya sa mga tao, pero yung mga tao ang hindi. Kaya when Jesus came, Jesus died to give, to give us another covenant. That's why at the night of Passover, Jesus established the new covenant. Ito yung gabi bago siya patayin or dakpin. Luke chapter 22 verses 14 to 20, doon makikita natin. God came to Jesus and made a new covenant through Jesus' blood. So yung new covenant ay nastablish gamit ang ano? Dugo ng Panginoong Jesus. So bakit pa niya kailangang mamatay para ibigay yung new covenant if that's not so important? Why sacrifices needed? Luke chapter 22 again, verses 14 to 20, he's using his flesh and blood para dun sa new covenant. At sinabi niya, do this in remembrance of me. At alam ko familiar tayo sa salita na yon na binigay ng Panginoong Yesus. Just like the Passover meal na ginagawa ng mga Hudyo for 1,500 years, kasi at the time ng Exodus, para makaalis sila sa Egypt at yung, yun nga, yung 10th plague, yung angel of death ay hindi sila um, daanan nung kamatayan sa loob ng tahanan. They had to, they had to sacrifice a one-year-old lamb, a one-year-old sheep, the lamb. So yung laman, kailangan nilang ihawin and the blood, kailangan nilang ilagay sa door frames. So kailangan ng dugo at laman ng tupa. Kailangan ng sacrifice para sila'y mag-pass over. And for 1,500 years, dahil sinabi ng Diyos na kailangan nyo itong gawin year after year after year. This is an everlasting covenant. So okay. ginagawa nila yon. But that meal didn't give anything special except to remember the event that took place. Kaya nung dumating si Jesus, ano yung kailangan nilang makita? Na yung ginagawa nila for the past 1,500 years, ito yung reality. Si Jesus yung sacrificial lamb. Siya yung Passover lamb. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Yung dugo niya, yung makakapag-alis ng kasalanan John chapter 1 verse 29 No amount of blood can cleanse our sins Aba. Hebrews chapter 10 Kasi kung pwede naman pala yung ginagawa nila hindi dapat hindi na pinadala ng Diyos yung nag-iisa niyang anak Yun yung dapat ma-realize nila kung bakit nila ginagawa yun for 1500 years So same scenario yan first coming si Jesus nagtatag ng bagong tipan at We need to understand ano ba yung tipan na iniwan ng ating Panginoong Jesus. Bakit? Kasi sinabi ng Panginoong Jesus, I have eagerly desired to eat this, this Passover meal with you. I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. So yung word na until, it's very important. Kasi ibig sabihin, makakain siya muli kapag nagkaroon na ng katuparan sa loob ng kaharian ng ating Diyos. So, ibig sabihin, the Passover meal, kung ito'y magkakaroon ng katuparan, sinabi ni Jesus, until it finds fulfillment, yung meal na yon, yung Passover meal, was a prophecy, words of prophecy. At sinimbolo siya ng bread and wine. 
para kainin nila. At itong promise na ito ay binigay ng Panginoong Yesus 2,000 years ago na kinakailangang maalala ng mga tao pala palagi. So in the time of Revelation, that is the time we can find the Passover meal to eat. Ibig sabihin, kung prophecy, yung iniwan ni Jesus 2,000 years ago, magkakaroon ito ng fulfillment. At dito makikita natin, the blood shows up again at the time of the second coming. Yes, we can quote many verses in Revelation na pertaining sa blood ni Jesus, but we have a separate topic, I think, about that in the future. Pero yun, yung new covenant na established 2,000 years ago, natupad ba yung pangako ng Diyos through Prophet Jeremiah? Yes, natupad. Pero na-establish pa lang siya 2,000 years ago. But we need to fully hmm. understand ano bang ibig sabihin nun. And lastly, yes, John chapter 19 verse 30 said, it was finished. So ano yung natapos? Ano kaya yung natapos? Nung sinabi ni Jesus yon, Jesus yon while he was on the cross. The diba? expiation. Mm-hmm. Or technical yun. Uh, the paying for our sins and the opening of our path of salvation to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nagawa yun ng Panginoong Jesus. But we can, this is when Jesus was on the cross. He knows he had to fulfill the promises of the Old Testament. Alam niya yun. The work that he needed to do at that moment was finished. Yung dahilan kung bakit siya isinugo, alam niya natapos niya ng lahat yun. So anong ibig sabihin yun? People say, ah, tapos na pala. Everything is done. Wala na tayong dapat gawin. Okay na. But if that's the case, why there's, why there's a second coming? At marami pa dong binigay ng Panginoon na prophecy. Why are there prophecies in the New Testament for the second coming? So what exactly is finished when he said it is finished? His purpose is to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies. As it says in Luke chapter 24, verse 44. This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, prophets, and the Psalms. Kasi yung salitang it is finished, makikita rin natin sa Revelation. Pero ang sabi doon, it is done. So meron pa muling tutuparin ang ating Panginoon. At kailan yon kapag nangyari, nangyari na o nagkaroon ng fulfillment ang lahat ng pangako na iniwan niya 2,000 years ago. So dahil pinag-aaralan natin covenant, napakaraming covenant ng mga nakalipas, ngayon, do we know the covenant that we are supposed to keep today? Yung Ayun bagay na dapat nga! Instabi. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Kasi yes. Parang, parang broken-hearted ang Diyos. <laughs> so matagal, matagal na. na. Yes. <laughs> Matagal na siyang broken-hearted. Brother Jay, were you gonna say something? May joke dapat. Never mind. <laughs> ano yung joke? Nakalimutan ko din eh. Maybe we can do the new, maybe we should do a separate topic on what is the new covenant because just to like really put a, a, a period on this whole covenant discussion because it's been really enlightening to look back at all the covenants thus far but for us today, Because if anything, I learned that knowing my covenant and keeping the covenant is super important. So I think we need to have that conversation of what is the new covenant now, today, for me, as a believer, right? But I think we can save that for the next episode. Um, but for today, just, you know, Jesus 
the first coming, what he had to do and all those things, how the promises that were made in the Old Testament was fulfilled at that time. Because that was really like a huge aha moment for me on this podcast when Instaharry pointed out how the genealogy in Matthew chapter one ends with Jesus. Because a new order started with Jesus. It wasn't about the physical lineage anymore. It was about being born in the spirit, mm-hmm. which really made you a child of God. And like I was blown away by that. I still remember. And what's super interesting about the genealogy in Matthew chapter one is that, and you see this in other genealogies too, like it's always about the father, right? The father of like this, the father of like that, the father, 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 father. Then you come to Jesus and for the first time ever, it says Mary, the mother of Jesus, which I think we can connect to the new work that you were talking about earlier, the woman surrounding a man. Like for the first time ever in the genealogy in the Bible, there is mention of a mother, which was like, whoa, I wanted to ask Abby a question, which I think would be fundamental in, in our understanding of how we talk about Jesus moving forward. No, mm-hmm. parang I just wanted to know uh, if in NHNE, you consider Jesus as God. Yes. Um, he is the Son of God, of course. He is also God, but not equal as the Father. So, merong Father, God, and He is the Son. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus, as you said, is God, but not exactly equal to Father. God the Father, mm-hmm. does that mean there are two gods? Two gods? He's the son of gods? God. Uh-uh. Yeah, but you said that Jesus is not equal to the Father. So yeah, how because he's the are son. Sep- because he's the son. In your understanding in NHNE. Mm-hmm. Yes, he said in uh, John chapter 10, verse 30, I and the Father are one. Are one. So, mm. ano sila naging isa? Because the Spirit of God descended upon him and God was working through him. The words that Jesus was testifying at that time was the Word of God. John 17, verse 8, I gave them the words you gave me. Right. And the work right. na ginagawa niya is the work of God. Sabi niya in John chapter 5, Lahat ng ginagawa ko at sinasabi ko ay kung ano yung nakita ko na ginagawa ng aking ama. So in that sense, yes, they are one. Yeah, 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 I wanted to clarify because it's fundamental. When we talk about the Jesus question, there might be a difference on how we view it. Like for example, in the past 2,000 years, the Catholic Church and a lot of other Christian uh, churches consider Jesus as fully God and fully man Co-equal with the Father, co-equal with the Son, co-equal with the Holy Spirit because of the Trinity as it was revealed to us no, for the past 2,000 years. That's why I had to clarify that that's so that we know where we are both coming from. So moving forward, we understand better when you say things about Jesus. So thank you, Instaabi. So in, your, in, your, in NHNE, there's no Trinity. I, I read that before in your website. No, you don't believe in the Trinity. Uh, Jesus is God, but He is not equal to the Father. So, what about God the Father? Is He God? Yes. Actually, actually, it's an important question. Yeah, He is God. God the Father, of course, He is God. And Jesus, kung God siya, of course. John chapter 10, verse 35, even sa lahat kung saan dumating yung salita ng Diyos, 
can be called can be called as gods but of course iba si Jesus because he is the son of god and kung titingnan natin like what i explained iisa sila and the authority binigay ng Dios kay Jesus he never okay. equated um, himself as equal to god never niya yung sinabi just I and the Father are one and kung ano lahat ng ginagawa ko ay kung ano yung nakita ko na what God, what my Father has been doing. At kung ano yung tinetestify ko is what I also heard from my Father. So Jesus also okay. is God. Mm-hmm. And all the right, Spirit, right. of course, we believe also in the Spirit. And Jesus as God and the Spirit as God, yes, we believe. But the word Trinity, we need to truly understand what is the meaning. Bakit sila naging isa? Yeah. All right. I, I just needed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the whole like Trinity conversation can can be like yeah, yeah. It's an episode. A separate it's episode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. actually, it's a different not, series, siguro. Yeah. <laughs> Parang. Because not only like you know to understand NH and E's understanding, but even like the Trinity as we believe it. It's like. It's so mm. hard to grasp, you know, uh, to make logical sense of it. And yep. sorry, but even Jesus, di ba? Nung may may nagsabi sa kanya, good teacher. Sabi niya, why do you call me good? No one is good except God. And then he he was praying to God always. Yeah, there are um, there are some yeah. good points on also like. Yeah, okay, we'll just save that. We'll park that. Okay. We'll park yeah, that. Sige. we'll park that. I just wanted to clarify the Jesus mm-hmm. part. Like, if NHNE and the Catholic Church both believe that He is God, that's it. Is that's God. my question. Lang naman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yes. you for clarifying. Yes. I, think, I think, lang moving forward, dito na magkakaroon ng like different branches, parang sa Loki, yung time, parang may ibang timelines siya. I mean, I mean, with I mean, and and we're gonna discuss it with love and respect to Ritos. I'm sure it will I'm converge. I'm pretty sure of that, it. but it's mm. just may few differences, and that's why we're ecumenical. We are here to dialogue, to discuss, to be to yeah, learn to from find, one another. Yeah, to to yeah. So anyway, yeah. Lang. What about you guys? What were you thinking while you were listening to Instabi? Who was yawning, by the way, brother J. Paul? I saw you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, it was not that I was bored. It. It's it's like I just lacked sleep. So I I was fully listening Insta Abby. Because I nilalaglag nyo ako eh. <laughs> Alam mo ayoko yung classmate. Alam mo yung si pagnagalit yung teacher si Hernandez. Kano ka yun eh? But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I I I again. Uh, I think there's a lot of similarities in in at least Old Testament, and there's really just um, to go to the main difference of 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 Jesus moving forward and his connection to the, the God the Father. Uh, yeah, and so that's that's really just me. And uh, as for me, that's what really strikes me with what Insta Abby said is that. Alam mo yung pagkunyari, nagkatampuhan, nyari, nagkatampuhan kami ng office mate ko or somebody. Tapos nagkapikunan kami. Tapos nagkabati kami. Bati na kami, pero not necessarily we'll hang out again like before. Yung magiging like oh. we're chums again. Diba? Yeah, like yung, yeah. We'll go out of our way to spend time cutie again. And it's really just astonishing to me that 
God will all, hindi lang siya yung forgive and for the sake of forgiveness is wala na, diba? Hindi, he'll go miles, he'll, he'll go out of his way to not just forgive us, to, but to build relationship, to build covenant, to be with us, to, to spend time and like <laughs> Lord. And that's just like really through through the the the, the old testament, through the covenants, that, that just steadfast love of the Lord. And and that's when you study the Greek side of the Bible, and that's how they explain the love of Christ, uh, the love of God. I mean, love of Christ, of course, the love of God as, as God, it's it's really steadfast, it's unending, it's active it's it's always moving it's actively merciful so ang hirap makahanap ng english translation niya pero the the nearest was steadfast love of the lord never ceases so as we just reflect on that covenant i just really can't stop thinking about the steadfast love of the lord from day one until now and just in my life you know i i'm a sinner I still sin. I, I preach and sin. I preach and sin. I preach and sin. But still, the steadfast love, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. But lavish love ka na lang kasi. But ka nagbago. Hindi <laughs> kasi mas pasok kasi. Hindi kasi lavish. It's just personal reflection. Ito kasi yung translation talaga. <laughs> the steadfast love of the Lord. So No, yeah. yeah. I I agree. Oh, I think that's a con- a constant thing that comes to mind for me as we talk about these covenants like over and over again we're so we're also so consistent on our part aren't we except you me. know <laughs> just breaking the covenant over and over and over again and here's god just like you know giving us another shot at it burns yeah so thank you again insta abby for walking us through how nhne understands the covenants and also jesus I appreciate that. It's something something that everyone could think about. Ako, I want to piggyback on what Insta Abi mentioned earlier. And that when Jesus, you know, started his public ministry in the book of Matthew, unang niya sinabi, diba, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay? And that's very important, my dear Doritos, because you have to think of the image of a kingdom and a king. And you have to ask, how did the kingdom of God look like quote-unquote, kingdom of God look like in the Old Testament because we know that Jesus did not come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law. So what was he trying to fulfill? And it would pay, it would give us a lot of advantage to take a look back at how the kingdom of David looked like and how was it parallel now with the kingdom that God has established. Now, there are a lot of parallelisms, but we can just uh, identify some basic ones. Like, for example, no? Uh, well, scholars are saying there are seven primary characteristics and three secondary characteristics of David's kingdom and how it foreshadows the kingdom of God that Jesus talks about in Matthew. But we cannot go all through all of those. No, Maubos oras natin. So I'll just give you a few. Like for example, sabi doon, uh, in the Old Testament, David's son will be considered God's son. And we know that, diba? Sabi doon sa Matthew 1, that Jesus is the son of Abraham, the son of David. That means whatever was promised to Abraham to be the father of all nations, to have a land, to have an eternal kingdom, those will be fulfilled in Jesus. And as far as we would see in the Bible, those have been fulfilled already during the time of Christ and it's continuously being fulfilled. Okay, ano pa yung itsura ng kingdom 
nung time ni David, no? Uh, they considered, the Jewish people considered whoever sits as, at the throne as the king is also considered the Mashiach or Meshach. Because in Hebrew, it means anointed one. In Greek, Christos. No? So nakikita natin na whatever was there in the Old Testament, Jesus was fulfilling it. And then here's what's interesting. No? I learned this recently. In the kingdom of David, okay, he has part of his cabinet people who did not come from Israel. No? So you could see this in 1 Chronicles chapter 11. And then here you would see that Jesus also fulfilled that, that this kingdom is not exclusively for Israel, as Israelites only, but as you see in Matthew 28, 19, he would tell us to go out into all the nations so that we can invite people into his kingdom. What else are we seeing here? No, we are also seeing that this kingdom should be everlasting. Now, here's what's interesting. In the kingdom of David, there is this person whom we call the Gebira. Tama ba yun, J-Paul? Geribabo or Gebira? No? Who is the queen mother? Remember, Solomon had many wives, but none of them was the king, the queen. It was the mother. Thus, as in the new covenant, when God's kingdom has been established on earth, and we understand that as the church, we consider Christ as the king, and because he did not marry anyone but the church, Mary is the queen. No, so this is where the, the Catholic understanding of Mary as the queen comes in because it's so beautiful how Jesus has fulfilled what was shown in the Old. Here's, the second, here's another thing that we could reflect on. In the Old Testament, during the time of David in Isaiah 22, we see that a king would have a prime minister. In Isaiah 22, I think verses 22 to 24, the Lord, Isaiah was also saying that this prime minister will be a father to the kingdom and will hold the keys of the kingdom. Whatever he shuts, no one shall open. Whatever he opens, no one shall shut. And here you are in Matthew 16, you see Jesus also delegating Peter as his prime minister. He gave him the keys, no one, and these keys would allow Peter and later on the apostles in Matthew 18, whosoever, whatever they shut, okay, whatever they bind, it will be bound. Whatever they lose, it will be loosed. Now, another characteristic okay, of the, the kingdom of David, which was fulfilled in Jesus' time, is what we call the Todah, T-O-D-A-H. This is how God's people worship God in the context of thanksgiving. So may process yan, no? for example, they would go to the temple, they would sing songs, they would ask for deliverance, they would offer sacrifices, and they would eat together with their friends the sacrifice of bread and wine. Okay, so that's the Toda tradition in the Jewish uh, culture in the Old Covenant. Now, how did Jesus' disciples did it in the New Covenant? In fact, Instructor Abi already mentioned it earlier. Now, in Luke 22, Jesus mentioned here that the New Covenant that He is established is in the act of thanksgiving also. When Jesus, no, with His disciples, they were in the upper room, they were asking, Nasaan yung Passover lamb? Okay, ano sinabi ni, ano sinabi ni Jesus? Nakalo kayong motor eh. Okay. okay, Jesus presented himself as the Passover lamb and he told his disciples after giving thanks, again, doing what was done in the kingdom of David, the Toda. Jesus was doing the Toda. Thanksgiving. In Greek, it's not Toda anymore. It's called Eucharistia. Okay, so what oh am gosh. I trying to say here? Wait, in my head, I was like, did he say, Toda? <laughs> toda? No, but you could put it that way. 
no, no. Well, well, when the Bible was written in the New Testament, wala na yung word na, 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 na toda, no? T-O-D-A-H. It was replaced already by the Greek term Eucharistia. Okay? And what is interesting here is the Eucharist, no, the eating of that meal, was presented to us as a way of people worshiping under the context of the New Covenant. Just as in Exodus 12 and in Exodus 24, people worship God and renew the covenant through the act of eating. Kaya napakahalaga nung, nung eating sa Bible. Kasi sa ating ngayon, underrated na yung eating. Yun, parang kakain tayo, mabilisan lang. But you know, in the ancient world, when you eat with someone, you are declaring to the world that the, some, the someone you are eating with is someone close to your heart, someone who's your friend, someone who's part of your family. And by the act of eating, God is telling us, you are part of my family. There's a proof in the Bible which is so beautiful that shows us that the covenant, the new covenant, and the kingdom of God is fulfilled also in the act of eating. Again, let's go back to Luke 22. Go to chapter verse 28. It says here, you, Jesus telling the apostles, you are those who have continued with me in my trials. As my father appointed a kingdom for me, so do I appoint for you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. The term there appointed is very important because if you will look at the, the, the significance of that world, it's Jesus telling, I'm covenanting my kingdom to you, the disciples. Meaning, okay, to simplify it, Jesus fulfilled the promise given to Abraham. What was that promise? Okay, first, there will be a kingdom. All right, there will, there will be land for people of Israel. They, they, the name will be forever. No, meaning the dynasty, the, the kingship of the sons of Abraham and the son of David will be forever. And Jesus already established that. And this kingdom is now right in our very midst. And I think no, it's understandable. This is where, as J. Paul said, there would be branches. In the understanding of us Catholics, the fulfillment of the, of the new covenant is in the partaking of the Eucharist. The kingdom that God established is the Catholic Church together with the Pope as the Prime Minister. And, you know, we are now living in the New Covenant. Now, to answer Sam, how do we live in the New Covenant? Just as in the olden times, we have to present ourselves worthy to stand in the presence of the Lord. How do we do that? By living faithful lives, by following the commandments, by loving one another, by loving God. And isn't it that's what we are doing when we attend Mass, when we when we renew that covenant with God, when we consume and partake of the Eucharist, we, we want to be presentable in the presence of God. That's why we repent. No, that's why we want to live our lives in order. Because here in our midst is the new covenant unveiling before our eyes. Most especially when we worship yes. Jesus in spirit and in truth. When we receive Him body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Mass. Yeah. I think the next conversation, the next episode is going to be really interesting, which is, yeah, I think we should do a separate one on the new covenant because the understanding on the new covenant is slightly different. So we're going to yep. get to that. Um, but thank you so much for that, Burns. And I actually thought of something when you said the thing about eating together and yeah. what that means, because the Korean word for family, shiku, means people who eat together. Yes. So, I, you know, I just thought... Hindi ba kajok yung family? <laughs> kajok, yes, it is. But another word for that is shiku, and it means like people who eat together. And that's what family is. 
So, oh, so we're family because we like to eat together as yeah. much as yeah. I mean, when we get together, right? <laughs> what, we, what do we do? We go out and have a meal. And that's how we bond. Um, and so that's we, how... Except si Tina. Parang hindi ko makain si Tina pagkasama natin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go figure. <laughs> I'm sorry, Burns. You were gonna say? No, I just wanted to emphasize that from the very beginning of time, in Genesis, up until in Revelation, you would see that the act of eating is a defining moment in renewing the covenant that God has for us. No? Yeah. So, eating... In our concept as Catholic, when we, Catholics, when we eat the Eucharist, we're not just eating a bread there. We're eating Jesus himself. We are entering into his presence. And that's how we are entering new heaven and new earth in our very midst, in our very lives. No? So I think I mentioned ko before na yung parusha, may dalawang meaning. The second coming of Jesus and the presence of Jesus. For us, we know by faith, that in the celebration of the Eucharist, we enter into God's presence. Heaven comes down on earth. What a beautiful thing it is for us Catholic Christians. It's a good reminder, no? Na minsan, nina-underestimate natin yung mass, no? We don't look at it with importance. Kung parang pupunta tayo, no? robotic lang tayo, no? Hindi natin nakikita yung deep spiritual meaning nung ginagawa natin. We are actually like God's people in the Old Testament trying to, re- trying to marry ourselves with the Lamb who gives Himself to us, partaking of that covenant meal in His covenant kingdom, which is the church. Again, that's our understanding, and we invite everyone to discern it with us also as we discern NHNE's teachings in the coming episodes of the Narodor podcast. We're going to And also, no, great. And even the other churches. Because there's a question, because Yeah, I mean, for me, if you're part of any church, Ask it from your pastor, from your priest, minister, whoever church you belong to. Ask it because these are things that are very important to our faith, to our eternity. Yeah. Uh, yun. So you're yun, right. forever mo. So, uh-uh. Uh-uh. so just ask ask these questions because it's very important for all of us. And you know, I pray for you. I pray that you you find your journey, you you find Jesus and May God's kingdom come forevermore. This will be done, this will be done on done. earth as, as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? And th- that's a good point that you bring that up, Brother Jay. Because sometimes I feel like because we're all Catholics here, well, Tina isn't technically because she's kind of like, ah, oh, neither here nor there. She's seeking, which is fine too. But sometimes I am a little concerned that, you know, we put NHNE on the hot seat or something like that. But we also forget that we have listeners who are from evangelical churches. You know, yeah. they are born-again Christians. And their belief is maybe more similar to maybe what NHNE is saying on that episode. Most similar branch. <laughs> yeah. anyway, it's, and then, quick yeah. input lang din sa sinabi ni J-Paul, no? Um, the mainstream evangelical churches sees the, the new covenant has been fulfilled already. Yes. by the establishment of the church. They believe in that. However, ang kinaiba lang natin ng Catholic position sa evangelical position is for evangelicals, this is an in- invisible church. You know, there's no hierarchy, there's no structure. It's just a believers convicted by Jesus and the Holy Spirit through their hearts. But for us Catholics, no, the consistent witness for the past 2,000 years that this is a historical, hierarchical and physical church, we can identify it like a city on a hill that can never be hidden. 
So yeah, it's good appreciation for all of us to see where other people are coming from and what NHN is teaching. So we can all learn from one another. I think that's yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Insta Abby. All right. Uh, I, I think that was takeaway time. It was all in there, okay? So we're just gonna give the floor over to you again, Insta Abby. Have, having heard all of this, like, you know, just to wrap things, where are you? What are you thinking? Oh, one thing that came to my mind when... Uh, Brother Burns explained about eating, yeah, and food about it. Um, I can re- I remember one reference in Job chapter thirty four verses three and four for the for the ear test words as the tongue tastes food. Let us discern for ourselves what is right. Let us learn together what is good. So in the Bible, food kapag ginamit ito figuratively, it's referring to the word, and eating is hearing the word of God. So this is the reference that, that I can give you. And also Jeremiah 15, verse 16, when your words came, I eat them. So yes, uh, merong new covenant na iniwan yung Panginoong Yesus at sinabi niya na do this in remembrance of me. And we've been doing it for the past 2,000 years. But dahil sinabi niya na I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment. So from That's uh, NHNE, Mm-hmm. from NHNE, there is a fulfillment. Kasi merong promise na iniwan ng Panginoong Jesus. At yes, uh, meron sa four Gospels na nakalagay doon and nakakompile yung mga promises in the book of Revelation. That's why for 2,000 years, according to chapter 5, it's been hidden. It's sealed. No one can open it or even look inside it. In heaven, on earth, or even under the earth. So there is a time we believe na merong fulfillment at doon ito mauunawaan talaga ng lubusan. But again, uh, having the new covenant na iniwan ng Panginoong Yesus, then kinakailangan as believers, of course, we do have to truly understand ano ba yun? Anong nakalagay dun sa new covenant na yon? Ano ang nakapangako na kung ito ikikip ko, ano yung mangyayari? Because yes, in the end, there is a promise of God na merong kingdom na itatayo. Doon sa bagay na yon, marina yon from the very start na merong kingdom ang Diyos na itinatayo dito sa lupa. Pero hindi yon nangyayari for the past 6,000 years kasi patuloy-tuloy na nagbibitray ang mga tao. At 2,000 years ago, si Jesus yung kingdom of heaven but yun nga, hindi pa rin siya inaccept kaya naiwan siya ng bagong pangako. Ngayon, in the end, ano yung mangyayari? So lahat nakalagay yun sa pangako ng Diyos. So I believe as believers, maunawaan natin yon, and we have to keep it as true children of God. In the meantime, anything you guys want to talk about, you know, going on in your neighborhood, unboxing Catholicism, what's going on with you guys? Hey, Doritos, just want to invite you to, yeah, go ahead and check out Unboxing Catholicism YouTube channel. As I've mentioned before, we finished our series on Revelation. It's just there in one of the playlists. And we are embarking on a new journey, all right, on unboxing the Holy Mass. Because as I've mentioned, in the understanding of Christians for the past 2,000 years, the Holy Mass plays a central role in the fulfillment of God's new covenant. That's how we live the covenant. And that's how we are commissioned to, to spread the message of this covenant. So what is it? I mean, why can why can it be so boring, no? I mean, minsan boring yung mass. We don't understand what's happening. Things like those. And we want to to help everyone understand 
the biblical roots of the mass. So check us out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Very cool. Yes. Speaking of holy sheep podcast, yes. Hey, friend, sheep, Dor- Doritos. Nah, I'm just like really enjoying uh, holy sheep. We're planning a lot of new stuff. Uh, it's really exciting. Just check us out on the page. It's just holy sheep podcast with J. Paul Hernandez. So it's really fun. We're gonna be doing a lot of stuff. Oh, by the way, if for those who want to join us, we're having our feast conference. Mid- third quarter of November. Yay! Yeah, I'll be speaking. Oh, and in- Burns is gonna be there. Yeah, we're so excited because Burns is one of our um, yes, is our one of our speakers. Yeah. And and this Burns, I don't know if you know, this is the first feast con. That is a feast conference, Manila, Cebu, Hiwa Hiwalay. It's the mm. first time we're gonna do a global simultaneous event. I didn't so, know that. Now you know. So I'm pressured now. Yeah. So all the feasts <laughs> are gonna be together. Middle um the the Oceania, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, Middle East, North America, Amazing. Europe. They're it's all they're all we're all gonna be there. So it's really uh, I mean I really honor the team for making it happen. And it's of course the feast is a champion of ecum- ecumenism. Uh, we're gonna have a pastor from Hillsong be speaking. So nice. and and a lot of different people. So we've been doing it for many years already. So that's why I love what we're doing at the narrow door. And yeah, so join us because it's really one uh, really we really work hard for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Oh, last year Sam was a speaker. Last year for I wasn't Landian. a speaker. I was a moderator for right. you moderated. one of the classes. Yes. Yes. Um, so people just go online, search for a peace conference, and then they can register and be part of that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, oh, Pastor cool. Dennis was also a speaker before. So anyway, yes. yeah. So. All right. Insta Abby, NHNE. Yeah, again, webinar series entitled Testimony on Prophecy and Fulfillment of Revelation, God's New Covenant. It, siguro na start na siya. Oh yeah, by the time this yeah. publishes, yes. October 18, so tapos na siya. It already started. And magpapatuloy to until December 27. So we will be discussing all chapters of Revelation, chapter 1 to 22. And hope you guys watch it. Okay. Thank you again so much, everybody. And thank you for joining us. You can always um, jump in the conversation by emailing us, the podcast at gmail.com. So that's the show today, guys. We are, wow, we're going to really end the, con- the covenant part of our series by the next episode. Yeah, so make sure that you join us for that one. And we will see you then. Goodbye, Doritos. Bye. Bye. Bye.